Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Saturday, and this is the end of the sixth week after Pentecost. This week we have focused our attention on the Gospel reading for the coming week, a reading in which Jesus teaches his disciples how to pray. Our theme for this week is Jesus' disciples pray, and pray persistently. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hands are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it in your hands, have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets, but in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from Luke chapter 11, beginning this morning at verse 9. Jesus said, So I say to you, ask, and it will be given to you. Search, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened for you. For everyone who asks receives, and everyone who searches finds, and for everyone who knocks the door will be open. Is there any among you, if your child asked for a fish, would give a snake instead of a fish? Or if the child asked for an egg, would give a scorpion? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Jesus finishes up this lesson on prayer by exhorting his disciples to seek God's kingdom diligently, relying on God's own promises to them to give us whatever is needed and good. Jesus teaches us to ask, expecting to receive, to search, expecting to find, and to knock knowing that the door of God's kingdom will be opened to us. And yet, it is also important for us to realize for what Jesus teaches us to ask, to search out, and where to knock. God is not some genie in a bottle standing at the ready to give us whatever our heart desires, such as fame and fortune and all that goes with it. Instead, we are to pray in the way that Jesus has already taught us to pray, 
First, that God's name is revered as holy. Second, that God's kingdom comes and that we are included in the promise of that kingdom, that we are accepted as God's children and co-heirs with Christ Jesus, our Lord, who has come to take on our flesh to bring us and reconcile us to God's presence. Next, we are to receive as God's good gift all that is needed to sustain this life and to help us, help our neighbors as well. And finally, we are to receive and give God's peace and forgiveness, and that this, this giving, this receiving, this trusting, this prayer, sustains us and keeps us from a time of trial. All of these things God surely will provide and will give us the Holy Spirit to create within us and to sustain within us faith in the Lord until the day when Christ comes again, when God's kingdom is fully realized. So that is not only our prayer then, but this is a way of shaping our entire life as God's children. This is the prayer that accompanies us as we seek first God's kingdom and God's righteousness. In this way, we might understand this prayer to be something like the blood of faith, a circulating system that sustains us in our life in the Spirit. And our persistence in prayer is like the persistent beating heart within us. I think this might be a healthier way to understand Jesus' encouragement to be persistent. We are not to be persistent because we need to wake God from sleep in the middle of the night or wear God out until God gives us what we ask for, or that we need to show through doing this or that task that we are worthy of God's attention. No, no, no. This, this teaching, I think, is much more about where we focus our attention and how we remain in communication with our Heavenly Father. Jesus consistently teaches us that God is good and gracious and generously gives to all of God's creatures, to all of God's children, and it comes to us even without our asking. And yet Jesus teaches us to pray, to seek, to ask, to search, to knock, as a way of living in a close and intimate relationship with God, and by doing so, learning to train our own minds to regard us teach us to know and understand ourselves as God's children for the sake of our Lord Jesus. We hear so many other voices say that we are something else, or so many other people and things compete for our attention each and every day. It's easy to think that we are something else. It's easy for us to wander off in another direction. In prayer, the Holy Spirit roots us and grounds us in faith and orients our direction towards the coming kingdom of God a kingdom that is already broken out and become a reality in our fellowship with God in the Spirit and with each other in the church. Now, as we prepare for the new day ahead, we know which way to go and which voice to trust. We are to move in the way of God's kingdom and to trust in the voice of the Holy Spirit that says, For the sake of Jesus Christ, you are a beloved child of God. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant, David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. 
Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to repair the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord, who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, and for the gifts that come upon us, the warmth of sunlight, food from the earth, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith within your church and for the gift of relationship with others. For what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, and especially the people, the ministries, the leaders of St. Paul's Lutheran Church, for those who govern the nations of the world, especially our president and our president's cabinet, for Congress, for local and state government, for people in countries ravaged by strife and warfare, for neighborhoods ripped apart by community uh, by violence, particularly gun violence, and for all those who are working to bring about peace and international hum uh, harmony and to make our world and neighborhoods safer. For all who strive to save this earth from carelessness and destruction, for the sick and for those who mourn. For who else? For what else do we pray this morning? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son that you have protected us through this night from all harm and danger. And we ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. And Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. You can courage, hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak, help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God. <laughs>